I always have difficulty trying to talk about what this is. Yeah? Yeah. The title of this podcast is Insufferably Human. Meaning? Um... So let me let me before before you start let me let me tell you this that my mother tongue is Farsi right and as much as I can talk and express myself in that language I probably won't be able to do the same quality in English. But that's fine. Yes. So so it's it's just part of your character. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Part of who you are. Yeah. As a person. Yeah. And the language that I think is not English. Now I may have a lot of thoughts that when they come to English. They may not present themselves the best, but anyway, just just letting you know part of the character. All right, mm-hmm. so yeah, go ahead. So the character of the show, thank you for buying me some time. I always talk about it as a place where I ask people about what they like and what they enjoy in life. Mm-hmm. And to figure out why they do it, it's kind of interesting because we all like things for similar reasons despite us being... Engineers, doctors, nurses, teachers, whatever. Yeah. Wherever, wherever you're in life, there's something universal about what, why you do or what you do. So I'm okay about really what your job is. I know it, but it's not the focus. The focus is what do you enjoy in your free time? What is something, for example, you do in your free time that you love doing? Talked about earlier about your poems. What's the depth you look for? I mean, it could be shallow as you want or as deep as you want. It okay. Doesn't, I can I can pull some death out of anything. So, you know, the other time that you told me, as an example, what what I love, or what I love doing, I I wasn't sure what what you were referring to. So I asked for examples, and luckily I didn't go through the examples to keep the virginity. <laughs> but uh, but then I realized. I mean, I thought about it, and then I looked back at my life and said, you know. Whether I did realize that I love doing it, or you know didn't realize and I just did it, I think one of the one of the main themes of my life so far has been falling in love. So, <clears throat> so it's it's actually it when when it becomes so it's something that you you love doing. It's a little, and that's why I asked how. So poetry is essentially a product of that, I, I believe. So I, I could I could have said, you know, poetry is something that I like to do, uh, which is true. But then your question, actually, your previous question, uh, original one, took me a step back. I thought, like, why? Why is it being like this? Why? Why do I like the things that I like? And then I thought that something that that falling in love thing, I'd like to probably rephrase it to just love itself because like falling in love is a little um, limited to you know the first two two months and then and and i'm very much into two people which so there's there's a there's a definition there is like okay what does it mean if you fall with love fall in love with someone there is a definition for it and mine hasn't necessarily been that way so I don't really mean that you know falling in love essentially uh, necessarily in the conventional meaning of it but just like loving loving other people for different reasons in different capacities but falling in love uh, in the conventional way of it has been also the case now I 
have only fallen in love once, if if you ask me, with the with the definition that I have. So, for, for what is the love. definition of falling in love? So we can <clears throat> the one get that on record. The one just... time, the one time thing mm-hmm. that uh, I told you I've fallen in love, or well, what is your definition of falling in love? Okay. Falling in love in the conventional way, which is between basically two people, and it involves intimacy and uh, and you know too much caring for each other and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know the, the 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 conventional way of it. So then, what's your way? So that's that's I'm I'm not excluding that okay. from my loves. Got it. But what I'm saying is, it's not necessarily that only, um, but just like I've been busy loving people. Let me put it that, that way. Right. I'm no Jesus or something. But <laughs> so I think that's been one of the things that I have. I I love doing, which is like loving people. And sometimes it's it's difficult. Sometimes you actually fall in love in the conventional way with, with people. If it doesn't turn out well, then it hurts. So all these kind of things have been the... But what I do and what I... So if I tell you that I enjoy writing, um, you know, short stories, or if I enjoy I enjoy poetry, for example, these are true, but I think the product of products of, of that love thing. So there are ways for you to express that love, other stories and stuff like that? Not essentially, not necessarily express, but they are... So the love is, is the ignition, the root, mm-hmm. so... I mean, I write, so as an example, one, one, one short story that I have, just like, it's, it's a very dark one, if you think about it. It's about the dad who's, who's been through, you know, tough times, uh, you know, his, his wife has passed away, his three-year-old is diagnosed with, with cancer, and he's so poor he can't take care of the kid. Um, and anyway, he killed his, his own child. So, it's it's pretty dark. It's you wouldn't call it a very uh, you know the classic love story, but really when it when it started n- later than I thought it was like probably something somewhere I saw you know between a dad incapable of doing um, what he wants for the kid. So the, the love between the two of them and then um, the love or the caring or whatever you want to call it of me towards them essentially formed this this thing that, you know, us, you know, ordinary people out there, we may not even see that as a possibility, but someone because of their situation their way of expressing love is to kill the, 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 the kid. Well, that's the classic story of Abraham, if I remember right, from the Bible. God asked Abraham <clears throat> to kill his first son, if I remember right. Yes, but then that is that is to honor your lover or 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 someone that you, you know, the because one that you, you are in love. So because you love God. Mm-hmm. So Abraham... What he did with with Ishmael or or Isaac or whatever, mm-hmm. which whichever one of those people were, <clears throat> was that you know the love of my life, which in his case was God, asked him to do something 
for him, for God, right? And then he did it or not. But in this case, is it's as if Abraham would have sacrificed God. You know, it's 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 like that. So, so the one that that this dad has love for is the kid. And and then he he reaches somewhere you know so desperate that you know I can't do anything for him, you know if I kill myself it's just it's not gonna do any better for for my kid, so the only thing that I can think of for the person that I love to take you know to to put them out of misery is just kill them. It's about a kid who definitely doesn't want to die. And it's actually reflected in the story, like, you know, the, the moment that he starts, you know, he, 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 kills, he kills the kid. And, and they don't even know, like, the kid doesn't even know what they are suffering from or, you know, what is the alternate. So if you think about, like, an old man who is dying um, or an old woman who is dying, they have lived a life. They know how a good life looks like. And and now they they feel that they are suffering and it's, you know I have good I've had good life I just want to keep it that way and this is too bad because I have something to compare with which is my you know my my youth where I was you know all well and all uh, but the kid doesn't have that the kid the, his 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 life his world is as is so if he has to do you know chemotherapy if he has to do stuff for his cancer it's not. It's not like he knows otherwise. That's his life. So, um, and in those cases, if if you ask them, if you ask whoever, do you want to, you know, do you want to go out of this misery? What misery are you talking about? This is all I have. This is the gift of life, right? For for that particular person, that's that's all it is. Uh, so it's 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 a little harder, and um, even maybe harder to justify. Uh, in in people's mind, in public's mind, if you tell it, you know, um, I I said, you know, go ahead for my ninety-year-old grandfather. You know, I I told them to let him go, as opposed to, you know, I I think I'm gonna kill my four-year-old because it's best for them. Even though they can't express their pain. Yeah. Because they are unaware, they don't have the comparison, the yeah. data to yeah. say this is painful. They just know life is full of pain is as it should be because they don't know they don't have, better. Yes. It's so, that twisted thing of when you have a blind person, you ask them, what does it feel like to be blind? But if they've been blind the whole life, it says David. Just, it just is. Yeah. There is no way to describe it because that's just, it is what it is. Exactly. Yes. So it's it's easier to stimulate not having something than stimulate having it. I can try closing my eyes and you know covering them for a week and you know walk around trying to feel how a blind person would feel in life. But try to give a blind person sight that's but that is new impossible. Yeah. How do you just how do you describe that to a person? How do you get someone who's un you don't know how to think. You don't know anything about that. How it's, do you give something that they can't comprehend? Yeah, I, I mean that's that's my point. So, um, and then sometimes we just don't um, we just don't see. And, and then these things like the the poverty, for example, of a person combined with the love that 
would create, let's say, feeling A, you know, that feeling A would then result in you justifying killing your kid. That thing is, that combination and the feeling A, to a lot of people is as remote as, you know, sight is to a blind person. Anyway, that's, that's why I write. So is that why you like the idea of love? Because love can I don't, allow people I don't, to... I don't like the idea of love. It's, uh, I, was just, I was just thinking, and I thought that if I look at any of these things, I think the reason that I, I like in, in my writings and stuff, uh, point out about the things which are difficult for other people. Let me put it this way. If you feel positive and willing to give sight to a blind person, right? Mm-hmm. What are the likely causes? One is love, right? Yes. One is love towards that that person. Love, empathy, connection, exactly. some human connection with them, and love is usually the the word that we use or the. The you know the the highest of the hierarchy whatever you want to call it right the highest suit sort of thing yes because sympathy empathy all that stuff are just not as powerful as love love is the most powerful powerful emotion people exactly but then at the same time I mean this is not the main thing we were talking about but at the same time I would I would think that love is a little more vague in definition than empathy sympathy right. You have you have rather clear definitions of what empathy is, what sympathy, what sympathy is, but what love is, it's really not as clear, or at least to me. But um, anyway, so things that I write, like the topics, which are a lot of them are about trying to make people see what they wouldn't normally, or it's difficult for them, it's impossible. It's like giving sight to a blind person. So again, that is really what satisfies me deep down in that is it's something that I give to them and you know you can somehow connect it to the word love so is that kind of your mantra in life of trying to discover and show people things that they like teach people pretty much you're trying to teach people something new whether that is a, a, a way different way of how love expresses itself or scientifically or whatever is that yeah a good theme of your life then I would say so I think so. And I mean, funny thing is I never really thought, just, thought about it that way. But it seems like that's what your thing is. Yeah. The stories that you've told me, I've heard some of your stories every once in a while. Yeah. No, that's, 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 been, um, that's been the case. You know, I've had in you know, a couple of relationships, for example, like I said, I've, I've fallen in love once only, but I've been in a couple of relationships like you know, any other person. And honestly, what... What makes me feel good about them deep down is I see my partners. I can, you know, I, 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 I see that they left the relationship a better person than they entered it. So I love that thing too. But yeah, but the fact that um, what I see good in an ended relationship is honestly and deeply it's it's about how they left the relationship compared to when they entered it again it's 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 another i think indication that it's just like my way of 
or or what I love to do is is just like loving in a way. So you know, what stands out of that relationship which gives me satisfaction is to see that they left their relationship a better person than they came into it. Of course that that time has meant a lot of things to me too. You know, it it has done a lot of things to my life, good and bad, that kind of thing. But what truly satisfies me or if if it it was otherwise you know it would have disappointed me was you know how they left how of a person you know they left the relationship compared to when they entered it and i you know may or may not even think about what it meant to me what what changes i you know experienced or or that kind of thing anyway but that's in my opinion if you take that out one step back yeah not that phrasing of relationships in general should make each other better because you're learning about each other you're supporting each other that is that's true that's what friendship is that's what companies are you know in general that's what communities are is that the idea is that we got each other's backs and we're hoping to make each other better it's not the it's the prime directive without being the prime directive most times Correct. You want your friends, your family, your love, people you love and like to succeed in whatever form that looks like. And succeed is usually mean that they come out a better person. Correct. That is that is actually correct. It's just that I've, I, I think the conversations that I've had with different people about you know their, their similar experiences, I felt like it's it somehow goes back into, or it's a little more self-centered to them. Um, than to others but but yeah that is actually what it's meant to be where did you learn that from that's kind of interesting now it's a question I always like where did I learn what which part the fact that you when you go in a relationship you're not selfish you're more selfless uh, seems like you don't even care about bettering yourself I mean it's bettering yeah. yourself is secondary to bettering them yeah yeah well, where did I learn it I suppose after the relationships were, were over and uh, you know you are like in a mood of I mean it's it's a, it's it's complicated you know you have feelings and you know things and so it's so so different things come come to your mind and I just I was hit by the fact that it was very comforting and uh, very satisfactory um, feeling among all the complicated feelings that you may have to to see that you know this person came to my life like this and they left a better person than they came in and if I felt that it was a better person that they came in then then it would make me feel good for example you know my one of the people I was in a relationship with she had this um, to me, wrong idea of, you know, metaphysics, God, that 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 kind of thing, because of the, you know, the the age, uh, the society, uh, you know, the, the the community that she was growing up in, and that kind of thing. She hadn't. She she was a she was a non-realistic atheist. I'm not. I mean, I believe in God. I didn't. I didn't want like what I thought. A better person would be 
was um, well not necessarily for her to think like me you know in terms of whether or not God exists that kind of thing but uh, but at least think think about what what they say they believe what she said she believed and at least recognize realize what they're saying or what what their beliefs are what are the consequences of those beliefs in their lives and in, in their you know mentality going forward in life so elaborate there like what do you mean by thinking deeper about your choices I so mean consequences people forget about yeah so this this is just like an example of like what what makes me feel good about what 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 means an achievement or a success I mean, yes, of course, she, she was one of those people who had a lot of inertia to, to do stuff when, when we broke up. Uh, she, was, she was a very determined, motivated person, you know, had her career and that kind of thing. Th- those things are important. I'm not saying they're not. And they made me feel good. But what, what a person is like, if you... She was confused to me. She was confused about her beliefs. It's the impact of age. She was also an immigrant, you know, like myself. She basically experienced a very closed religious society because, you know, where I, where I, where I was born um, and raised. You know, you can't, you can't even, like, kiss a girl um, on the cheek <laughs> on the street, right? It's even like it's it's somehow embedded into the the culture as well, you know. So anyway, so you you have all these pressures on you when growing up. And for example, I think she left Iran when she was fourteen or something. And thereby, she experienced freedom and bounced back. Bounced back. So and then yeah. So all I'm saying, like I acknowledge the mechanism of what happened, but then what ended up was, you know, it's I admire this person. For example, I admire this society. I admire this group of people and uh, it's it's easy for me to say that I just, you know, follow whatever you are, you are saying. I mean, I trust him. I think, you know, I think he's a smart, right? And Debatable, but... but yeah, so, and it was just an example, <laughs> a name. Uh, so anyway, so it's like, I trust him. And I have a lot of confusion because of my past and, you know, the way I was brought up and everything uh, about, mm, I don't know, like podcasting, for example, right? I, I don't have a clear idea. I have been under pressure from different aspects of this podcasting um, uh, phenomena, for example, right? I, I trust in you. I come to you. You, you do podcasts and stuff. So I say, you know, what is what is this about? And you give me your opinion, right? I just buy it. It's it's an easy solution to my confusion. Under those circumstances that, for example, this, this girl was brought up, you know, being confused about being, you know, um, limited by what people say religion, what people say God, what people say this, this, this. It's... She's under a lot of, you know, pressure and confusion. And then she comes to and, you know, says, what do you think about God? I mean, I, I trust in you. Uh, I see you as an acceptable person, figure, 
for different reasons. I've never spoken to you about God, but I've spoken about I don't know process control, and uh, and you've gained my 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 trust. So I have this confusion about God and stuff. What do you think, right? Naturally, what you tell me or her is going to wait a lot mm-hmm. in their mind. Now, it's okay if I trust you blinded about process control or podcasting or whatever but about the things like about um, metaphysical things you know spiritual things these are the things that to me they are very important um, so it's okay if I, I just copy whatever you say without thinking deep about process control but it's not okay if I just follow you blindly about things about you know god or philosophy of life or why am i alive what do i want to achieve in this life that kind of thing you have to think about that stuff those are things that are worth thinking and worth forming your own opinions on exactly but unfortunately in some cases an easy way out is just follow something without thinking what i really want you to have what makes me happy is that rethinking ability about things which I believe are, are more important in life, which is, you know, life philosophy. Like, why am I here? Why, what am I going to do? What's going to happen next? Uh, you know, metaphysics, basically. Have a, critical, have a critical mind about your life. About your life. It's, it's my, you know, first priority for my friend. I can't have you, you know, follow someone blindly in the things that I, I believe actually matter. When you look at what you've gained what you've given for me the person I was in the relationship with um, becoming a better person was a gain in my mind was a big gain that was that was the whole that was the whole point of so if I think about good times bad times you know everything it stands up it stands out you've hit the rock bottom it's it's difficult I'm you know I'm rather an emotional person so obviously a breakup won't be the best mm. treatment for me and and I told you even like the the one time that I fell in love and then work out um, so it, all I'm saying is it's very difficult so once once that happened to to you uh, there's a whole bunch of thoughts that that basically, you know, dance in your mind and about what you did right, what you did wrong, you know, what you lose, what you gain, that, uh, like uh, all that kind of thing. But I, so your question, your original question was, when did you realize that? And my answer was, when among all of those thoughts and, you know, emotions and everything, it stood up as a good thing that, you know, despite all these things, the sad things and everything, this person left a better person than they came in. And that gave me satisfaction. So that's how, if, if among all of those things, this is a thought that, you know, comes up uh, from the float and, you know, you see it on the top, it means that it's, it's important. It's important to you. So I'm trying to wrap my head around that last bit. So... Um, I speak confusingly, so <laughs> that's, yes. So the point of it all was the idea of 
leaving that person, whether the breakup's always the worst, break will always leave you in pieces because a lot of emotions run, exactly. run way up it. But after the aftermath, after you pick up your pieces again, do you think every relationship does make you a better person? It does, like, it's your goal, but at the same time, in my mind, yeah. I see that at, in me afterwards, after we break up with somebody, after I, someone leaves my life. Either, yeah. f- either moving, dying, relationships, whatever. Yeah. You can always look at something, whether they're a good person or not, and realize that they've changed you for better. Yeah. It just, it's just a matter of perspective. Because mm-hmm. we're always, in my opinion, constantly learning. We just don't realize it because it's all kind of under the hood. Yeah. So, so your question is whether or not I think relationships make me a better person? Well, just in general. Like, it doesn't have to be a goal. Um, I'm sure they do. Because even the crappy ones, even the ones that you meet that person, is like, holy crap, this person's not for me at all. <laughs> yeah. You've learned something about yourself. You've gotten <clears throat> that, better. You've... That's correct. Mm. No, I agree with that. I mean, I don't think anyone argues with that. So I'm not going to. <laughs> as much as I like to argue. <laughs> yeah. I, it's just something to contrast it because your goal is seems like to make people better it's, it's so that's that's awesome. not that is that is actually so that's that's a game so when when you feel like that mm-hmm. if it gives you satisfaction it's a game for me too you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it's like it's that itself is so if if you feel good about you know if i feel good about making you coffee mm-hmm. right if that's something that makes me feel good um if i make you coffee all the time and you are a coffee lover it doesn't mean that it's just like you gaining stuff I'm also gaining by doing what I like to do which like is making, making coffee you like making coffee and you like seeing the smile on my face when I say oh this yeah. coffee is amazing yeah so I'm, I'm just saying you know just so it definitely it's not like my goal is not that it's just like it comes as what as, as something that you like doing so it's more like a cherry on top if a what a cherry on top it's something that I like mm-hmm. right so um, it's it's a good thing I think if if what you like uh, also does good to other people, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know if I like for example my relationship with dogs for example, if if what I like what I, what I like to do is to pet them, uh, as opposed to to kick them, mm-hmm. you know in the face for example, so it's obviously better if. If what I like is to pet them because, you know, everyone is happy in that scenario. If what I like is to kick them, then the dog won't be happy, but I'll still be happy by kicking them, right? So it's a math equation. Yes. If, if, if so, you do something for somebody and but, they're happy, it's but, two happy people. Yeah, but you don't, but, um, but it doesn't really matter to me as what I like. Uh, you know, if I like kicking them, I like kicking them. It's not going to change that, whether or not they're happy or not. But uh, so... I'm saying it's a good thing, but my goal is not to make the dog happy, probably. Mm-hmm. my It's just like around what I like, which is petting them, mm-hmm. and they enjoy it. Okay, good. So now I'm lost, so... <laughs> so why then do you write these stories and go after love if your goal is just to be happy? If your goal is to be happy, it's That's... awesome that the other person is happy too. Yeah, because that that makes me happy. So, makes so it's it's just like it goes back to what I said that, you know, I think what I love to do is to love, or fall in love, or whatever you want to call it. 
because uh, it gives that... There is no because. There's no because. There's no because. There is a, there's a reason. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, if I tell you, like, yeah. why do you... Why do you enjoy... Why do you like to do something? There's, yeah. There is not necessarily a because. Why, why do you like driving? You I like can, driving because it makes me feel like I'm a speed demon and I like the fact... And it's okay, the, why do you like speeding? I like speeding because I break the law. I, I, I'm a why do you like inside. breaking the law? Because it's exhilarating, it's a general rush in the fact that I am defying society. It's my little rebellious teen inside me. Yeah, what makes you happy about that? My point is there is there is there is some point that you don't have a why for it. Well, I mean, I'm asking the first why. I understand after like five whys, we're kind of done. <laughs> but you haven't asked what you haven't asked answered the first why yet. <clears throat> you like falling in love because the realization of liking or, or I like to love this is just realized so I I, I looked back and I, and then I I thought about things that I like to do so I pretty much like went through the whys mm-hmm. um, you know the, the two three four whys of why do I like to write why do I like to write about these things why do I like you know for example you know that kind of thing so it's like you're you know driving then speeding then you know that kind of wise mm-hmm. went back and then I, I realized that okay it, it appears that I like to love and and that's why there is no why there it's, it's almost like so you like write that. so so you write and you write about these topics to teach people new perspectives which feel which is usually around concepts of love the stories are around <clears throat> love yes and I like and I also I enjoy giving sight to them, which again I think become that that also comes from love in a way. Because insight and giving them more tools, more ways to view life. Yeah, is good. it's a, it's a, it's a two way yeah it's a two way thing. It's it's also you know I feel good about um, them knowing the stuff that they wouldn't probably you know pay attention. Also, sometimes feel good about the neglected or the ignored topics, the topics, ign- and and people around those topics. So you like giving people the topics that like to shine. It's what talk about when you have that love for a father and son, and that horrible scenario you put themselves in to show that love is tough and pain is tough and pain and love. All these mm-hmm. things are yeah. impossible concepts. And by putting in the father in that story, in a possible situation, you've shown a scenario that would probably have never crossed someone's mind. Yeah. And that is teaching them the fact that life's tough, but also love is powerful. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily... Say if someone hears about a, a parent, you know, killing them, their kid... It gives them perspective. It, it, it doesn't make it right, but at the same time, it makes you understand yeah. it. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is like... If I tell you that, you know, I know this, this guy who's going to kill their child, you don't even care why. Mm-hmm. You just make a monster out of them. And it's to show that, that no, not everyone's monsters. It's people it's just are human. And they, it's just, it's, and they love. And then that's, that's how that's, they it's, can... Uh, it's like that classic horrible story of, I remember the news, a mother killed herself and her children mm-hmm. because the husband was abusing both all, the whole family. And she couldn't figure out a way out because... 
she didn't know how to get a way out because she didn't understand it. She didn't yeah, yeah. know how to call. She didn't have the resources. And that's what started the whole numbers about uh, housewife abuse. There's a whole hotline and everything like that now. Because yeah. you're trying to get the knowledge and <clears throat> understanding that this woman's not a monster. This woman just didn't have the tools, didn't have the thought to get herself out of it. And that, that was, that was the, the tool for her. Mm-hmm. She used it. So then, I guess now, now I'm curious is that I know we'll get there, but so you obviously love to teach people. And teaching is love. When you want yeah. to teach somebody and yeah. give them knowledge, that is love. You are spending your time and your resources to make them better. I love that, yeah. So then, do you have a moments or who inspired you to go after that path? Because that path is awesome of wanting to be a teacher. <clears throat> I honestly don't know. I can probably make up sometime, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where it started or mm. how it started. Do you have a favorite memory of when you taught someone someone awesome? Because it's probably that, yeah. But I don't. I don't. Uh, I, I never thought about it that way. Because you, <clears throat> I, I know you taught in Australia for a while. You must have taught someone something cool and made someone love science. I can yeah. imagine that giddy moment when you. Look no, I've, 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 I've thought of, I mean, I've, I've been teacher and I've been, a, according to the evaluation forms, I've been always a good teacher. Mm-hmm. But I would lie if I tell you that, you know, something in there inspired me. No, um, not really. I mean, and then science is only science after all. So um, I wouldn't call myself a, a positivist. Positivistic, positivistic, you know, person. Um, no, what I'm saying is, in terms of in terms of science and and the, and its importance, it's really not. I know it may, you know, it may. Whenever I talk to someone, it's like, are you kidding me? So why did you why did you do a PhD, for example? Why did you do that? What what are you earning? Like, what 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 do you what do you do for a living? You know, all that kind of thing. So. It's it's all about science for me, but I don't have that much respect for science. I mean, I do have respect for science. Don't get me wrong, but it's not. How do you convince yourself to walk this weird path? And you obviously love humanities. You always obviously love the religious, spiritual. But then you do have a PhD in some crazy field I forgot. So why did you chose a field that is literally the polar opposite of what you love? I don't know. I I didn't dislike this. I suppose you didn't dislike it, but your passion is obviously not. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Uh, it, it wasn't. But you're good at what you do too, as a scientist. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can always. I mean, yeah, passion just makes it more enjoyable, not necessarily. But you do enjoy science, just not yeah. as much as. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. It's so. So yes, I do enjoy science. I I I, I even respect science, and uh, but what I mean is this this whole new new world that uh, if something is supported by science then it gives valid it gives validity to it and like credibility let me put it this way I mean and we're talking about non-scientific credibility I mean of course science has its own rules and you know if if something is scientifically credible it means this and that and that but generally speaking you know if I talk about something which is not even science may not be even against it, but it may not have still reached there. 
it it takes the credibility away from it that's why i don't like science like it's not it's not science that i don't like it's the way um it's a it's that paradigm of 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 thinking and philosophy that says it's all about science it's either right or wrong you must have and evidence. the meter you must have exactly. this method you but that method does not work for all scenarios in life you can't use science to explain love there's no way there is not going to be an equation for love the, in my opinion yeah but there are there are you know even for that for example there are people you know there are, there are attempts to say that okay this is the the part of your brain which you know uh, you know gives you this hormone or gives you this signal or whatever which i'm not saying it's not mm-hmm. right but the reality is that if they are now looking for what happens if you love someone in your brain it's because the love existed and they know that so so basically it's it's the it's the aftermath it's like it's it's back engineering it's been there it's reverse engineering it, it's reverse engineering yes so but then but then it's it's then stupid to try to um talk about that existence with a method which is only as good as you know back engineering or, or reverse engineering it's so like the analogy that i make it's like so sort of try to measure measure a building with a rule try to measure the Empire State Building with a yardstick. Yeah. It's not going to work. <laughs> you yeah. can try. You can try all you want to, but you're not going to do it because that, your tool you're using, science is a great tool, but I agree with you completely there where that tool is limited in many aspects. Uh, if, if you think about it, like even science itself is is a product of of the major questions that we have. So, you know, our, our, our historical question is like, you know what what we are what is existence what is you know not existence that that kind of like philosophical questions that's been there like for you know thousands of years right and then and then science like trying to systematically answer some of those questions uh, we we came up with with routes essentially and that those routes then you know they became what we call science now. Relying on that alone is ridiculous because we know that there is much bigger... It's, it's a slice of the pie. Is that it's it, exactly in, in a order, slice of a pie. In order to be... This is why I argue with a lot of people all the time. I usually have the argument with the inverse. Is uh-huh. that a lot of people, humanity people, people who like to do English, accounting, all that stuff, people who love books and reading will always say, I hate math. It's like, no, 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 you need math in order to love, to be a complete person. And we're from other spectrum where we're all scientists, we all love science, all that stuff. But to be complete, we need to read books. We need to understand humanity, the humanity side. True. To be complete, you need both. You need to read Shakespeare, and you also need to read Einstein. <laughs> yes. It's, it's and, and, and have analogy. respect for both, yeah. Because oh. both of them are trying to solve the same questions. I agree. They're both trying to get to the bottom of life mm-hmm. through a different route. Yep. You need every single route available to get even close or the main question like who we are why we are here what are we going to do what are we going to achieve that kind of thing so what I ask every person sits here is draw what you think a robot can feel looks a like a what? robot a robot that can feel a robot yes because unbeknownst to you you've hit the treasure mind of what I've been digging at for a while which is the intersection of science and humanity and the beauty of that, and that's why I, some of the reason why I named my website the way it is. It is. 
terrible man. Take your time. I don't need time. I need skills and talent, <laughs> and I lack. Like. 